This episode of Purple Monkey Dishwasher is brought to you by the Comedy Here Often Podcast Network and AB3 Comedy. You know, I heard Skinner say the teachers will crack any minute. Skinner said the teachers will crack any minute. Purple Monkey Dishwasher. Another episode of Purple Monkey Dishwasher with your host Al Babcock. Again, I have another great ghost this evening. It's Dave Hudson. Thanks for being here. Oh, you're welcome. As soon as you said Simpsons, I was like, I will do that. I will do your podcast. <laughs> well, to be honest, it was uh, when you were on my first podcast, Professional Amateur, and we kind of went off into like a little 10 minute discussion about TV and censorship and about. Oh, yeah. And- it ended up being about the Simpsons and about how the Simpsons portrayed life. And then that's when I kind of got the idea for this. I'm like, we should break down the Simpsons more. And you're the first guest I thought of when I thought of this podcast. Just wanted to let you know. So really funny. So I'll start you off with a story. So um, people listening, we did a killer show last week at Daft Brewery that Ryan and he put together. Mm -hmm. Hardest working man in Kingston. And, uh, Everybody crushed. It was so much fun. The audience was amazing. But Al and I are chatting, and you said, uh, we're Simpsons, Simpsons, right? Lines, lines, lines. And then um, an old friend of mine who I haven't seen in a long time, his niece came up, and she was like, oh, my, my Uncle Dan, I'm his niece. I was like, oh, wow. You know, I hadn't seen her since she was a teenager kind of thing. Made me feel really old, which is not hard to do. And so uh, she said, oh, he said something, but I can't think of it. And she got her phone, and she pulls it out, and she goes, your history's greatest monster. History's greatest monster. Right? Which is when yeah. they yell at the uh, Jimmy Carter Jimmy statue Carter. when yeah. they put it up in Springfield. So here we are talking about it and talking about how, you know, Simpsons is like a language to guys, especially around my age, but obviously guys your age too, who yeah. grew up as kids on it, you know? I mean, I wasn't, I was a teenager, right? When it started. Grade 10, I think, you know, grade nine, grade 10. Perfect time for the Simpsons. Yeah. And um, it became a language, right? You just sit around with a friend and you just reference, reference, line, 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 line. And why is it funny? Who knows? I mean, we know why it's funny, but why is it funny when we say it? Just because it's so good, it reminds you of just the inflections and the tones and the, uh, the, the writing on that stuff. Like it's I said, timing. Conan O'Brien, man. Yeah. Conan, King Conan, right? It's timing. That was part of The Simpsons. So when someone hits you with a well-timed reference in real life, it's perfect. It brings you back. To yeah. It's like, well, we were talking too about how, you know, there's predictive symptoms that everybody knows about, right? Yeah. That they were, you know, they predicted all these crazy stuff. Um, but also that it's been around so long that he said it's, it's, it's kind of like Trump's tweets. There's always a tweet for something. So much so that people now take real things and overlay them over the simpsons or like mix 
Simpsons references together, you know, like yeah. it's, it's crazy. Like I'd never expected it to get the, the layers and the layer, which I shouldn't be surprised with the internet. That's what they do. Right. Everybody just kind of layers on top of stuff like that, but I love it. I think it's amazing. I love it. Yeah. The, like the fact that the Simpsons is still so many storylines have, uh, are still relevant to this day. Right. Like mm-hmm. so, so many of them, uh, one of my favorite episodes, uh, the one that this, is named after the PTA disbands the mm. monkey dishwasher episode. Right. Um, it's one of my favorites. It's, it's about, uh, you know, the teachers not getting enough funding to take care of the kids properly. Yeah. And them just begging for a little bit of funding and, and then the principal can't, it, it still happens to this day. Like, yeah. I mean, it's sad that it still happens. The idea yeah. that it's always, but it, it's, or any of the ones when they when they take shots at military or religion yeah. or any of the taboos that you're not really supposed to take shots at, and they do. And, I mean, that's, I think, why The Simpsons. And when I went back, because, of course, I watched them early, early seasons. Then it was a poor comic and stuff. I didn't have cable, so I didn't see a lot of the later seasons. I would, seasons. I would pick up ones here and there. So I'm only sort of a classic Simpsons guy, but I, I've seen later ones where I thought, well, that was funny. Like, I don't know what people, you know, it's like everything. Right? Oh, it's no good anymore, blah, blah, blah. But I mean, obviously it's still got to be a little funny or it wouldn't keep going and going. I, I guess eventually, like, I think it's probably time to maybe settle down, you know, after <laughs> a couple of decades. But, you know, this is, uh, it's, it's show business. If they're making money, they're going to keep, why wouldn't they? Right? They don't care. As long as I have the classic Simpsons, I'm, I'm, I'm happy, right? I'm happy to have those ones. Well, people say it drops off around season nine, and I don't really believe that. I believe it's around season 12 or 13 for me when mm-hmm. I watch through it. Because um, there's still gold in those 10th, 11th seasons. Well, like, there's later seasons. Like, I don't know what season it is. I don't remember that kind of stuff. But uh, Lisa the Vegetarian, um, yeah. that's a later season. And a Lisa yeah. Right, and people, oh, you know, Lisa episodes well, aren't that funny. It's one of the funniest. It's got you don't win friends with salad. Yeah, you know, it's got uh, when she when she's like, they don't have to rub it in my face, and the burger comes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's got the when when pigs fly. Yeah, all of yeah, it. Right, got, there, yeah. there's there's at least a dozen classic bits in that, and that's a later season. Now it's not like season twenty or anything, but well, it's funny because season eight is known to a lot of people is like the best season start to finish season eight it like every episode is fantastic but but like then people say season nine is the drop off and like how does it drop off that quick i don't think it doesn't i'll show you this i was showing you earlier yeah i got simpsons this is the original the simpsons uh first eight seasons the guide and it's really fun bit like it's just it's not a real knockoff it's full yeah, that's really cool. And what's really wild are the the titles, which they never put on the episode, so we mm-hmm. never knew what the titles were. And then you go through, and the titles are great, like Homer's Phobia. Like, yeah. come on, Homer's Phobia, incredible, right? They're like, all they're all like classic Simpsons puns. Not all of them, but most of them are a pun off something. Right. Well, you're right though. Season eight, because this goes to season eight, and you've got yeah. the Treehouse of Horror, where it's um, don't blame me, I voted for Kodos. Yeah. Right? I mean, that one. People the, consider the Hank Scorpio episode the funniest episode of all time. And I think it, they, yeah, it might it's, be. It's the second episode. It, yeah. it, it might. You're right. I, I certainly can't argue with it. It's pretty incredible. 
Then there's the um, Rodney Dangerfield episode, oh, nice. Burns Baby Burns, Bart After Dark, yeah. right? A Millhouse Divided, Lisa's Day with Destiny, Hurricane Nettie. Yeah, it, it just, you, oh, and the Johnny Cash um, Insanity. Oh, yeah, the, yeah, that one's one of my favorites too. The X Files one. Incredible. Yeah. And the one where they go up the mountain, Mountain of Madness, which is H.P. Lovecraft reference. I never knew. I love it. And the Itchy and Scratchy and Poochie, Homer's Phobia, Brother from Another Series. Like, that's one thing that's huge and for the beer me. Baron. When I grew up, when these episodes came out, it would have been, I think, 97 is when yep. that season came out. So uh, I would have been, yep. I would have been six. So, right. so like, I obviously was brain. not, I wasn't getting HP Lovecraft references when I was no. six. So when no. you go back and watch it, it's crazy to see all the different references. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Well, or like when that white and itchy scratchy, they're all Harvard grads working yeah. for itchy and scratchy. I always thought that's weird. Then you find it. Well, the Simpsons is full of Harvard grads. Like, yeah. you know, Conan O'Brien didn't like, he went to Harvard. Yeah. You know, it's weird, right? You think about these guys and they, how they love to mock themselves, obviously. But that's, I mean, I always thought it was funny to not, I mean, we're jumping all around, but that The Simpsons was getting, I mean, I shouldn't be surprised, but like, oh, you can't do Apu and oh, you shouldn't be this. And I thought, well, like The Simpsons makes fun of everything. Cops, right? Reverends, families, mothers, fathers, children, you know, like... Yeah. Bratty kids, smarty, brainy kids. Like, it's all mocked. Every Nobody is safe. There's, there's like, not one character on The Simpsons that that's painted in, like, a amazing light compared to everyone else. Like, never. Put about on a pedestal or whatever. Even like, Ned, who's arguably yeah. like the, the, the nicest character, um, still Has does problems. horrible... They have, yeah, horrible jokes about him. What was the one he considered... Oh, I don't know what it was. Something he considered sinful, some safety thing, right? Like life jackets or something. Yeah. You know? like, I forget what it was, but it's, it's it, yeah, nobody's free from it. So I thought, well. I like he's the one, there's one that joke where he's praying to God and I think he's given up. I think it might be the one that where Maud dies. Probably. And, he, and he's like, I even stayed on the kosher side just to stay safe. And that's the joy of the Simpsons is there's no joke. There's no place they won't go. Yeah. Right. They, they just, especially in the early seasons, where I was like, whoa, some of the jokes are pretty dark. Well, this right? is a we perfect need segue. Vietnam. We need another Vietnam and thin out their herds. <laughs> My Gen X, I was like, whoa, that's yeah. a good joke. <laughs> Every once in a while, I catch a dark joke that slips through. There's actually one in the episode we're going to talk about that slips through. Let's one do of it. the best episodes of all time. I'll give it a little intro. We're going to talk about Homer's phobia. It's from... Season 8, it's episode 15. The original air date was February 16th, 1997. A brief summary is Homer dissociates himself from new family friend John after discovering he is gay. He is worried that he will have negative impacts on Bart. Uh, John is notably played by guest John Waters. Yes. And the episode won an Emmy for Outstanding Animated Program. Oh, I so, don't know if I knew that. So what do you think, what stands out? Obviously there's a lot to dive yeah. into with this episode, well, but what, what resonates with you from this episode? Well, I think why I 
I thought about it. It's like I said, I haven't seen them in a long time since they came on. Disney bought them. So there's a real joy in watching them make fun of Disney in The Simpsons now that Disney owns them. It just gives a whole nother layer that I quite like. Takes the sting off Disney owning everything, right? But uh, I wa- I've been watching classic episodes with my kids who are like from 11 to 17, right? So we're going through mostly the 11-year-old, but the, the older ones come in. And so I'm always curious, does it still hit? Like, do they get it? Is it funny, right? Like, I have to explain a Matlock joke to them because they're like, who's Matlock? They don't know, right? And that's fine. But some stuff like Homer's phobia, especially with the teenagers, because they live in a whole different world than I lived in. You know what I mean? Gay acceptance and, and, and trans acceptance. And he's, he's in a, he's, they're very much like that. And it's great. And I love it. Um, but at the time in the 90s, it certainly wasn't the norm, even close for most people. Uh, and so for them to tackle this um, was great because it wasn't that far off that Ellen got booted off her sitcom for being gay. And now, you know what I mean? Like, it's it's just so weird to me to think about it, but it was 20 plus years ago. Um, so I wanted to see if the jokes and stuff still made them laugh or if they were going to be like oh god are these going to be cringy in retrospect you know what i mean but of course they aren't they're incredible homer's always the target of his ignorance and every single argument that you get from people who are anti-gay is skewered just you know chopped down over the whole episode with jokes you know always jokes always funny um you know uh, and of course, it has the gay steel mill, which might be one of my favorite. We work hard and we play hard. And Hot just, stuff coming through. Yeah, that, <laughs> and which I think might be one of my most quoted lines, right? Yeah. In the kitchen or anything. Hot yeah. stuff coming through, right? Yeah. Incredible. And then, of course, after that, like, Dad, why did you bring me to a gay steel mill? I don't know. You know, like that line. You know what? That part right there, I actually wrote down because it shows right there that. Homer's the only, well, Homer and his close circle of friends, I guess, are the only ones who are being ignorant towards John in the whole episode. Not even Bart. Bart's so oblivious to the fact that he's like, why'd you bring me to a gay steel mill? Like, he yeah, doesn't yeah. even get it. Like, he's yeah, just like, he why are we no here? Yeah, like, only Homer's the one. Only Homer and Barney and Moe, right, are these. And even at the very end of the episode where Bart's like, he thinks I'm gay. Like he doesn't get it the whole time. Like he doesn't right. even yeah. understand what's going on. <laughs> Not once did he ever. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's, um, and yeah. there's also just so much like the fact that Homer likes him to begin with. He, he gets along with him very well until he finds out he's gay. That's a, such a big part of the episode. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the fact that he's so, like, scared, Mm -hmm. right? Not even that he's angry. He's angry. Yeah, he's angry and he's scared. And then he's angry and he's scared that his kid is going to catch the gay, you know? Like, it's all of the perfect things that... See, like, that line right there is a perfect... That's a perfect example of, like, you can look at that base line and and kind of be offended today. Like, oh, he didn't give you gay, did he? But no, it's showing you just how stupid that person's opinion actually is. Like, well, when you hear it out loud, you're like, wow, that sounds dumb. <laughs> like, Yeah, yeah. It's perfectly presented, I think. Um, the one, uh, oh yeah, something about a bunch of guys alone in the woods together. <laughs> Seems yeah. kind of gay, you know? And, <laughs> and then right there, Homer's like, that's a very immature way to look at it. Like, that's... <laughs> 
yeah. <laughs> flawless, you know what I mean? Perfect. Like, like, and the fact that it even, it's sort of, um, it starts off with the fun, kitschy, you know what I mean? They go to this kitschy store and the Simpsons yeah. itself are so kitschy that, and this is when the Simpsons, you know, it's only been around eight years, right? And they're already mocking it, you know? Yeah. Um, for it being kind of, you know, that's how Silly. deep it is. Like the fact that uh, John was wearing the pen pal, pin pals um, shirt from when Homer was bowling. Yeah. And yeah. then they like, even reference it. They're like, can you believe someone gave this to Goodwill? <laughs> and it was Marge. Like, that's hilarious. Like, Yeah. Especially because, like I said, later on, they get accused of, you know, too much references, right? To older yeah. stuff. But that works so well. You know what I mean? It's such a great callback because it's within the universe, right? This character would think that was great and would buy that at Goodwill, you know? One and my, to give away. Why would you keep this, you know? Like, one of my favorite moments in the episode, though, has to be when Homer comes out in the morning and he's like, we should invite John and his wife over. And, <laughs> and Marge just tries to keep giving subtle references to, to the fact he's gay. He's like, yeah. I don't think he has a wife. He's like, oh, a swinging bachelor, huh? <laughs> and then... And then my favorite line in the episode, she goes, he prefers the company of men. Who doesn't? Who doesn't? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's just too perfect, right? It's just too perfect that they, uh, I don't think nowadays you would get away with a main character being homophobic in a show, even if it, I shouldn't say that, but it certainly uh, would be a harder sell, I think. One thing I was thinking of when watching this episode again, I was like, could they have done the episode and not had Homer be the homophobic person? Like yeah. maybe still touched on it, but had Homer defending for John instead of yeah. like, maybe they could do that yeah. nowadays. Right. Yeah. But, but it wouldn't have worked. You know what I mean? Yeah. The whole no, but it had to be Homer. supposed to be a dad in his forties in the nineties. Guess what? Yeah. He's probably going to be a homophobic. You know what I mean? He's probably not going to like it. Like, or the gay here, right? I dance with a gay, promise you won't tell anyone, promise yeah. me. And how panic and terrified he is that they find out that I danced with a gay. Now but there's, there's honestly, one. that was, that was yeah. the feeling. I mean, it still is in lots of places, but it really was this sort of, it would be the worst thing you could ever, is someone would accuse you of it or, or all of these oh, things. Man. And even when I was growing up as a kid, like if you accidentally touched hands with your friend, people would be like, oh, you're gay. Yeah. Uh, like, oh, no. Like that's, yeah. you know. It's stupid. Yeah, and, and most teens now, at least you know, my son and them, they're. It's just I love it. It's that things are so much better. You know what I mean? Everybody's like the idea of they're just grown up about it. You know, it's a very immature way of thinking of things, right? I like, realized like when I watched that episode, though, as a kid, I would have been like seven or eight or whatever. I wasn't laughing at the fact, um, like that he was gay, right? Like I wasn't. I was laughing. No. I was laughing when Homer was in the steel mill and he was so uncomfortable being around gay people. Yeah. Like, he, um, yeah, yeah. Like I said, John Waters' character is, is fun and interesting. Like, everybody likes him because he's cool, right? He's yeah. this, he owns this kitschy store and he's this, you know, he likes to gossip. He's fun, right? Yeah. He's this fun, real character. And the fact that it's John Waters, who was one of the first trailblazers in, in bringing, like, crazy stuff to the screen and yeah. and being like like messed up stuff but also just being open about these things right and having uh you know divine who was this you know um drag character and uh, you know it was uh 
to bring him in was great, perfect, right? The idea of to bring this guy in and um, really because of the cred of, uh, I think, Simpson's subversiveness, you know, yeah. because John Waters certainly wasn't a loved character at the time, you know what I mean? He was still controversial, do you not think, mainstream. Do you think that they portrayed John well? As It's hard to say because we're two, you know, straight men sitting here, but do you think... Oh, sure. Do you think they portrayed John well as a homosexual man? I guess, I mean, basically it's John being John, I suppose, right? Like he's John, a character, right? Mm -hmm. He's obviously not, that's what I like too about it. He's not, uh, he's not John Waters, the director. He's a character named John who's played by John Waters, you know, who lives in Springfield, right? Which I thought was a better way to do it. Like sometimes obviously having them be the real person like Paul McCartney is much funnier, but, yeah, I like that because they don't do that as much, right? Like uh, when they had um, first season, um, Laverne and Shirley, uh, I can't think of her name, the director, Penny Marshall, um, played uh, the evil babysitter. Yeah. You know, and so it was uh, in the earlier seasons, they tend to do that more. I guess Johnny was, Cash, does uh, he count as the. Uh, who was the coyote? substitute teacher for Lisa? Dustin Hoffman? Dustin Hoffman, yes. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yep, yeah. Like they used to have, well, Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. I know that I he, was, too, yeah. he said yeah. he was Michael Jackson. I guess he says he was Michael Jackson in an episode, but but not he was. It wasn't the singer. I found yeah, because legal nonsense, right? Yeah. So Michael Jackson voiced him, but didn't sing the songs. That's right. That was That's yeah, right. and had to be totally uncredited, right? Yeah, it's it's still upsetting to this day that it's not on um, Disney Plus. Is it not? No, that's the one episode they took oh, out. Didn't realize that. Yeah, that's not. Cool. That's not. No, cool. it's not cool. So, do you think this episode, like, was it? It was positive the way they portrayed John. Yeah, and I like, think it's exactly like. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Just, I was just gonna say because the way, um, you know, people are different, right? Just how you have a different personality from I do. Um, so does a gay man to another gay man. So I find yeah. with, with, you know, media, they tend to lump them into one where it's like, oh, all gay men are feminine, they're floaty, yeah. like they're fruity, well, whatever they, they yeah. the yeah. terms the they use. Yeah, stereotype. Yeah. But uh, I felt John was perfect. Like, I felt like, you know, he, yeah. he, uh, he was a, I guess a stereotypical type of gay man, but I I don't really see it that way. Right. Either. But then again, you and I could be classed as stereotypical exactly. straight guys. You know what I mean? No, I'm so that's old, what I'm saying. Married yeah. dad with three kids and you're yeah. the young, you know, yeah. uh, hipster. Nah, hipster, yeah. you know what I mean? I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah, you're right a kid. Down. You're a yeah. kid. No, I mean, yeah, from our perspective, I don't know. I, I, I think it perfectly knocked down, you know, Here's all the arguments against gayness and being gay presented by Homer and laughed at, right? Yeah. Because how stupid they are, right? Everyone, it's just, you know, they don't make any sense. <laughs> like, they're just As a kid, I got, this ep- I got the point of this episode as a kid. Like, I got that it wasn't yeah. to make fun of gay people. It was to make fun of Homer not liking gay people. That's right. Yeah, like, he's always so- the target. Um, well, and you think about the Simpsons when it comes to gay characters, you think about Whale and Smithers, mm-hmm. right? Who's 
kind of a bad guy character because he works for Mr. Burns and he's in love with Mr. Burns, mm -hmm. but you feel sympathetic, A, because he loves him despite him being evil. Like, you don't know why, you know? Yeah. But, and also that he's, he's not, he tends to, you know, like when he snitches on him in the, uh, in the episode where he steals the, the oil from the, who shot yeah. Mr. Burns, right? Yeah. Like Smithers is, you know, he's never seen as like purely evil, right? He's, he just has a, a bad job, but he's a gay character and they don't mock him in a way. Like he's just a regular, he does the job, you know, um, he doesn't have to be perfectly good and pure and, you know, those kind of things. Um, I don't know. Like I said, I always thought they did. It, I always thought they did a good job at presenting it as regular and normal. And he's not—he's not swishy. He's not like Whalen Smith. There's not a stereotype at all yeah. of, other than being maybe a well put together, uh, organized. One thing know. I always wondered was: were they stereotyping him when they say that he likes toys? Because both John and Whalen are into like kids stuff, like they're into like toys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, they, are they, they gay kids. stereotyping there? Or they is that just a, a little thing? bit? I, I, a little bit, but again, that's their that's their job, right? Is yeah. to poke fun. You know what I mean? It's like. It's well, like I think it's stuff. funny that Whalen is the head of the Malibu Stacy, like doll club or whatever. Like yeah. that's just a little funny thing that, you know. Yeah, it's a great gag, and I think yeah. that's why they did it because it's a fun gag, like. What character would have the biggest, what adult would have the biggest Malibu Stacy? And yeah. it would be him, right? Or maybe like a funny one like um, Skinner. You know what I mean? It yeah. would be a weird gag kind of thing. But of course it had to be, you know, Mr. Smithers. Um, but again, John Waters does like toys in real life, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and it's, you know, you can't say, of course, there's going to be, there's gay Barbie collectors, right? Yeah. Like, that's, that's a thing for sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I uh, and I just think the best part about it is that it's it's really really funny. It's I mean, I think it was just more, yeah, it's more commentary on the situation. Like, it's not they weren't putting. Sorry, I just I just glanced over to the episode <laughs> that's playing in the background, and it's the uh, steel mill scene. We work hard, we play hard. <laughs> yeah yeah that one is uh because it's so out of you don't expect it right it's just totally out of left field it's hilarious things and he's just keeps trying to show it manlier and manlier and keep knocking down that like yeah gay men work manly jobs too that's yeah thing that yeah <laughs> no it's perfect start to finish all in the family so quick all in the family was another one in the 70s that broached controversial issues and had a main character that was ignorant um, and dumb about these things and was made fun of for it, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and I thought that at Homer's phobia is one of the best sort of all in the family where Homer plays the Archie Bunker character, the bigot yeah. who's mocked and then kind of realizes, yeah, I'm, that's, I'm dumb. You know what I mean? Yeah, you brought this up on Professional Amateur and that's what I really yeah. liked similarities to Archie and that's like pretty much the perfect way to describe it is like you know, the whole show is about learning from your mistakes and pointing out that you're a buffoon like yeah not that this buffoon is the way to be you know that's right. like yeah, yeah. The, like you said at the start of the conversation like the way they portray 
the cops with Wiggum, the way they portray uh, Mayor Quimby. Um, yeah, politicians. Then Frank and, and uh, Krusty, the depressed comedian. Like, yeah. uh, like yeah. everything. Burns is a greedy old evil you know, yeah. you know, boss, right? Uh, Homer's a lazy employee and a, and a poor husband and father. You know, yeah. like it's everybody gets skewered. Everybody. So, you know, nobody's it's, safe. It's going back to the Apu thing. Like, they never, um, they never skewered Apu for being um, Indian or, or, or Hindu. They, they skewered no. him for being cheap. Like, like yeah. for being a, like a shady business yeah. owner. <laughs> like, that's... Which is... And just because like, he's Indian in the show doesn't mean that they think all Indian people are shady business no. owners. That's just and the whole point of Springfield is that Springfield is America, right? Yeah. You know, everything about Springfield is everything about America. And if you don't want to pretend that there's not immigrant families that come over and start businesses is ridiculous. That's a big yeah. part. Of That's a huge part of America. Yeah. And so it has to be skewered. And the way, like the immigration episode, right? That's where yeah. he's got the American flags and everything around, trying not to get sent back to. That's yeah. great jokes. Those are great. That's and that's America, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I think they. Yeah, it's uh, well, you know, classic yeah. stuff. So I got some questions for you, some trivia questions based on Homer's phobia. Okay. Uh, I mean, lay it on me. What do you? What is the name of the gun? that they have in the store. The name of the gun. Oh my God. Zap. I close the book if I can't cheat. Zap? No, that's uh, that's the sound he makes when he's oh, pointing. Oh. <laughs> Zap, you're right. Zap. <laughs> Zap. That's a great joke. Um, uh, alien Ray Blaster or? You're no, not I... like far off though. Right. So I'll give you, it's the Atomic Discombobulator. That's great. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. No. What do they call Santa in Japan? Oh, uh, um, scary robot. No, gift man. <laughs> An annual gift man. <laughs> I'm getting confused with the robot. Annual gift man. Yeah, and he great. lives on the moon. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to start doing that here at my house. Do you remember what the couch gag was at the start oh, of the episode? Oh, my goodness. I, I can't even. I normally don't ask people that because they just, they run together, right? You always yeah, they're all the I'm going to say the one with the, the whole circus behind it and everything where the elephants. No, that might be. I think that was that one. They the reused that one. that repeated? They did, yeah. They've used that one multiple times. Yeah, this was a gag with the internet loading. So it's loading up and then it stops. It's like. Right. Nice. Yeah. Fails, right? What did John bring as a gift to Marge? Oh my God. I can't remember. See how bad my memory is. He brings it's because I, I, I like go with the little things. It's <laughs> yeah. I don't even know. I what say like, to be fair, like I know these things, but I know them because I've been watching the episode. And of course. It. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. I if I had known there'd probably. been a test, I would have. Yeah. It's, if someone uh, caught me off guard with an episode, uh, I probably don't <laughs> know either. Yeah. No, I don't know. Food? No. It's cactus no, candy. Yeah. <laughs> cactus John, candy. John brought us cactus candy, and Homer's like, no. He gets mad at him. Right. Uh huh. That's Here's right. Here's another small one. 
That's what, yeah. Oh, you don't. No, yeah. that's mean. You can have one. Yeah, you can have a teensy piece. Yeah, that's what he says. Yeah. He's like, well, you don't get any candy then. Yeah. So what great. was the store name that John worked at? Oh, I do know what it was like. Um, wow, I had it. It's like, yeah, it's gone. Uh, no, no. Again, these would be really hard. Yeah. They're, they're one second gags, right? Or like two yeah. second gags. Because well, I just saw it in the episode. Like, I just saw it in the guide, but I'm like, no, I don't. I don't know what it is. I'm like, ugh. It's cockamamies. Cockamamies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which I had okay. to, I had to look up that word after I found it to figure out what it was called, or figure out what it meant. And right. uh, cockamamies just means like anything like ridiculous. Yeah. Like oh, that's I a cockamamie excuse. Yeah. yeah. It's like uh, it's like malarkey. Malarkey. I love that word though. Yeah. It's, so <laughs> here's it. one. I'll ask you one then. Okay. Cool. Talk. What name? One of the many outdated stocks in Burns' stock portfolio. You know, he's looking through his stock for, oh no, I'm looking at the wrong one. <laughs> That's the old man, Elisa. I'm like, no, I thought it was the wrong one. There it is. No, no, God. I was at Homer's enemy, not Homer's phobia. There it is. Um, Another great episode. Okay. Though. Okay. Name, Nate, can you name any of the albums that John loves in their Simpsons records collection when he's going through them? Oh, um, <laughs> there's one. I two, don't three, know. Four. I know that the one they put on is I Love the Nightlife. Right. But I don't yeah, know no, the other no. ones that he's going through. <laughs> it's the new Christy Minstrels, Ballads of the Green Berets, Looney Luau, and the <laughs> Wedding of Linda Bird Johnson. <laughs> I would not have got any of those. It's an album of a wedding. <laughs> album um, of a wedding. Okay, how about buttons in John's shop? Can you name any of the buttons? Oh, um... The, policy, the political buttons. Man, I, I actually, this was going to be one of my questions, but I didn't write it down. No, now I can't. See, these oh, are hard. It's uh, Quail not, Can't Fail. Yeah. I was just going to say Nuke the Whales, but that's a different That's, that's the poster. Different that's the poster. Got to nuke something. Yeah. Got to nuke something. Um, click with Dick. <laughs> and I Fell for Dole. I remember the gag because I remember like Principal Skinner. The girl's like, these are buttons are kind of kooky and fun. He's like, you just talked yourself right out of a sale. <laughs> <laughs> so there it is. Yep. I have one more. Okay. Lay it I have me. one more. What are the names that Homer said that gay people ruined? Oh, yes. Queer. No, the, no, the uh, <laughs> men's names. Oh, he said yeah. that too. You're right. You're right about right. that. That's but, right. That's right. Yeah. He ruined words. But the gay name, uh, Bruce. Yeah. Um, oh. There's two more. Not Chuck. It's good. Uh, Gary? No. Uh, no, I think I can only think of Bruce. That was pretty good, though. You got one. Yeah, Bruce. I, got Bruce. I finally got one. Bruce. Yeah, he's, he's like, gay people ruined the best names, like Bruce, Lance, and Julian. <laughs> he's like, those used to be the toughest names. <laughs> so that was the joke, yeah. He's like, those used to be the toughest Julian. names. Julian, that's great. And then here's one that maybe you'll get, and I actually never caught this, and I've watched yeah. this episode probably 50 times and never oh. caught it recently what is the name of the club that the steel mill turns into 
I never caught it before. It's a ba- a sign comes down in the background with like a with the. It's not a. It's not the manhole, is it? <laughs> it's no. That's that's probably what they wanted, <laughs> but they yeah. couldn't. That's too. But steel. it's pretty is, close. Is it a pun? Is it a yeah, steel it's pun? pretty close. Yep. It's yeah, a steel like, pun. Uh, oh, like. Uh, no, I don't close. know. It's the anvil. The anvil. <laughs> yeah. I and did I know nev- that once upon a time. Yeah, anvil. I actually had never caught that joke ever before. It's just a one, no. like, two-second thing. The sign comes down while they're dancing, and it says yeah. the anvil on it. There's so many of those. Back and before, well, we had VCRs, but when they would go by and you'd watch an episode, you'd be like, what was that? Did you read that? Yeah, what right, was yeah. that? You know, and then wonder until you got a, you could find a... I know when I was a kid, too, it seemed like there was only, like, a couple of seasons um, on a different network. So, like, if you were watching Global or whatever, they only had, like, seasons six, seven, and eight. And they would just repeat the same ones. And then you'd go to Teletoon or whatever, and they had two, three, and four. They they must have split them up, eh? They must have. Yeah, that's weird. But Or maybe they rotate them around strange because it was always the same ones i always like i still catch episodes nowadays on disney plus and i'm like oh i haven't seen this one that much like not as much yeah as the yeah others. well like the uh, new york episode they didn't play for years and years after 9-11 because it's got the twin towers in it yeah right even though I mean, they played it for five years before that happened <laughs> like that yeah. came out in 1997 of course i mean like yeah. you know nobody would have expected that right but uh that's a great episode too one of my favorites Oh, that's that's an amazing yeah. episode. I love that. I love how it, start, it starts off back. with like Homer hating New York already, and you don't know why. That's like yeah. one of the best. Yeah. Yeah, that whole sequence, and, and they that's all go when... and they have a great time, and except Homer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, they love it. Mad Magazine, all of it. Yep. So there it is. Homer's phobia, one of the best. Oh, before we uh, end it. I do have to say one thing on this episode I have written down. Out of the whole episode, the most offensive joke in the whole thing is at the beginning, and it's when they're in the store, and they walk up to the robot, and Lisa's like, oh, or Bart's like, look at that robot, and Lisa's like, oh, how poor it must have been for the little midget inside. Right. And that's like what she says, little midget. Like, oh, how bad yeah. it must have been for the little midget inside. And then the door yeah. opens and it's a skeleton of a midget inside. Oh, that's the... right. It swings open. Yeah. And I'm like, that's the darkest joke in the episode by far. And people don't talk about it. Like, no, it that's... really is. Yeah. Yeah. Lisa says a no-no word. And yeah. then there's also a and skeleton. And there's a dead. Yeah. It's like. it's Yeah. That he died in there. That's like. Yeah, that's pretty dark. Yeah, like, you don't get even darker like, than even that. today's standards. It's a pretty dark joke. It is, yeah, a hundred percent. Thanks okay. a lot for uh, this. Was a hard episode to talk about. Not hard. It's actually an easy episode to talk about. It's just yeah. a lot. It's a lot to break down. There's a lot going on. There's a million yeah. jokes. Yeah. There's a, like yeah. I said the the social stuff, and it's not just a straightforward episode. But yeah. I'm glad they did it. It was brave of them to do it, right of them to do it, and they presented, I thought, brilliantly. Well, I want to have you back on episodes or on the uh, podcast. So if you want to pick another episode and then 
uh, maybe come up with some questions for me too, because I want someone to. I mean, you did yeah, stop me a little bit. I like there. that. We got to tell, yeah, it's a good idea. Get people yeah. to ask you questions too. Yeah. So we both look dumb. Yeah. I I don't. <laughs> I only look smart because I just I'm watching the episode now. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and also remember that gig. Yeah. These are going in order, Al. That's good of you. Man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for joining me, Dave. I really appreciate it. Yeah, it was fun. Thanks, That's Al. It. Thank you for listening to another episode of Purple Monkey Dishwasher. Follow us online at AB3 Comedy on all social media platforms and follow the Comedy Here Often podcast network and all the other podcasts available.